remind me to make a public service announcement after it just is. Let's let half the crowd. We cycle to another double parsha this week. In the second parsha, the Torah tells us the famous mitzvah, Bahafta Larecha Kamaycha. The Torah ends off with the words, Ani Hashem. It's a mitzvah to love. Love your friend. Bahafta Larecha Kamaycha Ani Hashem. You know the beautiful Maisa? I think it's a beautiful Maisa. There was a, a Jew. His name was Rabbi Yisrael Hagar. He wrote a sefer called the Avas Yisrael. He was known as the Avas Yisrael. The vision of Tzareva, the Avas Yisrael. The story goes that one time he came to a certain town. And as he walks into the town, people heard he was coming. The entire town comes and they gather and everybody's pushing the way it happens when a rebel walks into town. Pushing to, to see, to touch him. All of a sudden there's a split in the crown. Mamash is split. And he's wondering, so who's the competing rebbe? And he looks and he sees... Fat, dirty, yet, who clearly hadn't taken a shower in months. His clothing was, and people just couldn't be near him. And they, they just moved away. And he's looking at this guy turning red. He also came, there's a rabbi comes to town, he also wants to see the rabbi. Everybody's crowding around, and people were just repelled, and they didn't move away. And he runs over to him, and he gives him a hug. But this guy's so big, he couldn't go all the way around. So he goes around him, a hug, and another, another piece of a Jew, another piece of a Jew, another, until he finished going all the way around. He's got, he got to hug a whole Jew. So I want to talk about what is it, what's so huggable about it? What, what's so important? What's so important? What is, it, what is it that makes us so lovable, that makes us so chashev? Makes a rebel put himself down, demeaning himself. <clears throat> To preserve the dignity, to preserve the chashava, to preserve the chashivas of a year. <clears throat> like to begin with the Gemara and Brachas. Gemara and Brachas is on Chavchas Amad Beis. Gemara tells us that when Rebeliezer was, was leaving this world, the Tana Rebeliezer, otherwise known as Rebeliezer HaGadol, Rebeliezer's Talmidim were Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Tarfan, Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Yeshua, <clears throat> the greatest Tanaim were his, were his Talmidim. Gemara says that his Talmidim approached him. Rabbi Yehazah's Talmidim said to him, Rabbeinu lamdeinu archas chayim. Teach us the true paths of life, v'nizka b'ham l'chaya elam So that we should follow those paths and be zarcha to He answered, he gave them a few tips. The first thing that he said to them, this is Rabbi Yehazah talking to his Talmidim. He said, Be careful when it comes to the covet of your friends. <clears throat> the Rebbe Yezus Talmidim, these are Tanaim. They waited until he's dying to ask him how the Kabizach HaTalam Haba. Never occurred to them before. And this is what he tells them. Hizaru b'kvayt chabereichem. B'makbit on their cover, that's it. We're doing our best. We're learning. We're Ahmed ben Yisayin. We're doing the mitzvahs that come our way. We're pursuing mitzvahs. That's it. The Gemara brings a few other things. <clears throat> to the Tzlach, the Neid of Yehuda, the Tzlach says a beautiful vart. The Tzlach says, of course, they knew what it takes to get to Elam Haba, and they weren't looking for the quick fix. But they set it out covered for their Rebbe. Rebbe Eliezer poured so much into these Talmidim. And they said, we know that the Gemara says, Mar Basra, when a person passes on, every Tzadik's holding in a different place. 
Will we ever see you again? What could we do that after 120 we'll be together with you in Olam Haba? Is there anything that we could do to emulate a Hanhaga of yours? Is there some Hanhaga that if we do that, we could be together with you? And Rabbi Eliezer says these things. The first thing was, Hizaru bekvayt chavereichem. Not chas v'shalom, that they would be mazalza, but you have to excel in this area. That's where, that's where the tzlach stops. And l'chari the pshat is pashat, because in Prik Hayavas, Rabbi Eliezer is the one who says, Yehi kvayt chavercha, chaviv alecha keshalach. The covet of your friend has to be like yours. All these members in Pirkei Avos wasn't just something a Tana once said. This is what they would say. This is what the Tana would say. This is something Rabbi Eliezer lived by and taught and man. The covet of your friend should be as, as dear to you, as precious to you, as your own covet. So Rabbi Eliezer is telling him, you want to have proximity to me, you want to be with me in Alam Haba, you have to be mistavik in my ways. I want to ask you a question. Where does it say you have to give cover to a friend? Why? You give cover to a Rebbe, he taught you Torah. You give cover to an older person. That's, that's a Pasuk in, in this week's parish as well. You give cover to your parents. Where does this come from? Hizaru, be careful. You want to be with me in Gan Eden, you have to be covered when... It, careful. Hizaru, cautious, careful. Meticulous when it comes to the cover of a friend. Why? Love a friend. Be nice to a friend. Be machabed a friend? <clears throat> Let's up this question a drop. There's a Masechta called Masechas Chibodak Kever. The Reishas Chachma brings it. It's a Medrash, which talks all about what happens when a person dies at the time of his patira, afterward, what goes on in the grave, etc., etc. One day before 120, it's Kedai to look at it. So over there in Perak Dalad, <clears throat> it's brought down. What does a person do if a person wants his neshama to leave? There are different ways. The Gemara says in Barakas, the 903 different types of death. If a person would like a, a calm death, they're going to ask a person a few questions and if you, if, at the time of Petira, if a person could answer truthfully, yes, to these four questions, then his, his Petira will be in an extremely peaceful way. The fourth question that they'll ask is, Himlachta es chavercha did you make your friend king and do it in a peaceful way, in a calm way? Himlachta es chavercha. The question before this, did you make Hashem Melech? Were you makabal all mafashamayim in the morning and at night? What does it mean to make your friend king? It's going from bad to worse. We're learning that you have to be makabid, your friend. I'm trying to figure that out. Not only that, you have to make him a king? How do I make him? Can I buy him a crown? What should... What does it do? What does himlachta es chavercha mean? What does it mean? Why is it? <clears throat> you know, this is what we want to speak about. What is the idea of kavet chaverim? And what is the idea of being mamlech? Being mamlech, uh, being mamlech a friend. And this, it's kedai to know if we want to live in a peaceful way. <clears throat> so let's learn a piece from the smak. The smak is a sefer called Sefer Mitzvah's Katan, which was authored by one of the Rishonim. I believe it's uh, the Rimikor Bill. Smak says like this. We all know there's a mitzvah, this week's parsha. we started off with it, v'ahavta l'recha kamachi. You should love your friend like yourself. So the smak points out that the word kamachi is a pretty limiting, like yourself is kind of limiting. Because if a person doesn't like himself, if a person has rougher skin, he doesn't mind if people joke around with him and say whatever. He doesn't mind if people put him down. His self-esteem has taken such a beating 
that he's, he's almost expecting somebody to say something nasty and negative. So then is he able to do that to somebody else? Well, if the whole mitzvah of Ahavta Lorecha, that's when it comes to loving a ger. The Torah says, Vahavta, Mesager. No limitation. You've got to love the guy. When it comes to loving Vahavta Lorecha, the Torah limits it. Kamaycha. So the Smak says, Enechanami. As far as this Pasuk goes, Vahavta Lorecha, Kamaycha is Magbal, it limits it. But there's another Pasuk in the Chumash. And that Pasuk is that Hashem created every one of us, but Salam Elokim. Every one of us has something godly about us. Our ability to think, our ability to speak, our ability to create, our ability to have an effect on the entire cosmos. If you learn the Nefesh HaKayim, the smallest things that we do have these major positive effects. Pastor Shalom, the other way around as well. Hashem made every one of us B'Tselem Elokim. Says the Smat. You have to, in addition to loving a friend because he's a fellow Yid, in addition to that, you have to love him, you have to realize who he is. He's B'Tselem Elokim. This person, he's... He's unbelievable. HaKadosh Baruch Hu created him, put him into this world, B'tzalmah. And that warrants love and respect. Why are you being Mechavidim? Because of what he is, because of what he represents, because of the fact that he's B'tzalmah Elohim. In the Sefer Pardes Yosef, the Pardes Yosef looks at the Pasuk and he says, you have this all here in this, he doesn't bring the smack, but he says it here. The Pasuk says, What does Ani Hashem have to do with anything? Love your friend, but remember Ani Hashem, and he's in my tzalam. He was created in my form. I think I mentioned once before that the Shalah says that Hashem designed our faces to remind us of that. When I take a look at Arya over here right now, you know what I see? I see a Vav, and I see two Yods. And everybody else. Almost. Okay? I see a Vav and two Yuds. The Gematria of Vav and two Yuds is Hashem's name. A Yud is a dot. A dot, a dot, and a line. The reason Hashem designed our faces is that when I look at you, the first thing I need to realize is, hey, this guy's with Salomon He represents something big like that. The person needs to remember that, needs to be mindful of that. And there's a din. This affects Salacha as well. It's not just an attitude, it's a din. If somebody did an Averich HaSvashalom for which he was liable with Stila, he had to be stoned to death. We then take the person after he dies and we hang him. The Torah says, take him right now. Don't leave him overnight. Can't hang overnight. Anybody remember the Rashi, why not? The Rashi, well, Son of a king. Since he's B'Tselem Elohim, it says, look, the Rashi gives the marshal. If you have a king who has a, uh, he has a twin, and that twin gets involved in bad habits, and he's, he's, uh, he murders somebody, he steals, he does whatever he does. So you can't publicize the picture of the, of the villain, because it's a bizarre to the king. Rashi's Lashon is, Pasuk says you have to take him down. But you, he must be buried that day, you can't have him lying around. Says Rashi, because zilzulai shal melechu, Having him hanging on that tree is a zilzal to the king. Why? Because this person is B'Tselem Elohim. Look at who he is. Look at his potential. Look at what he did. It's a zilzal to show that a brother of the king, child of the king, an image of the king is behaving this way. So we want to tie in one thing. We started off asking, 
What does it mean that they're going to ask you after 120, when a person at the time of Yitzhiya's Nashama, they're going to say, Himlachta eschabercha. Did you make your friend king? So what does that mean? Make him king? According to what we're learning, it's beautiful. Did you understand that he is B'Tselem Elokim? And that being mezalzal in him is being mezalzal in the Melech? Rashi says that that's a zilzula shal Melech. When you're not mechabed, it's Selem Elokim. When it's Selem Elokim is in a state of Bizayim, it's a zilzul in the king. doesn't mean you buy him a crown. doesn't mean you pretend he's a king. But you realize he's in the image of the king. And any zilzul, any demeaning of his cover, is a demeaning in the melech. It's exactly the Rashi in Parshas Kiseitze. You say, Did you realize who he is? When you speak to him, when you took care of him, when you ignored him, did you realize who he is? Did you realize who you were dealing with? When he reached out to you, when he needed something from you, when he needed some, a good word from you, did you realize who he was? This is Ilzula Shalmelech. They're going to say, Himlachta Eschabercha Benachas Ruach, and not because you had to do it, but because it was a privilege to do it. That's the idea. The Rebbe Leezer is telling his Talmudim, we said, where does it come to be Machabit friends? It's not your Rebbe, it's not your parent. Why are you, why are you giving him cover? And the answer is, not because of because of who he is, because he's B'Tselem Elohim. There was a great Jew, his name was Rebchatz Sarni. he was Niftar on my birthday. He was the Rashiva of Hevron Yeshiva, Rashiva in Slabat Kestol, Adam Gagomai. Rebchatz Sarni saw this smack, and he said for Dalias Yecheskel, he came with a, an incredible observation. He says, if the reason I have to take the other person seriously and give him covered and be makbid on his bizayan is because he's B'Tselem Elohim, so are you. It's not only the other person who's B'Tselem Elohim. You're created in that same B'Tselem Elohim yourself. And you have to take yourself seriously. Sometimes a person, eh, I, I, I thought I could be, maybe I, I once... Uh, I made a certain Kabbalah. I thought things would be better. I thought things would be good. I just do it. I know myself. I know I'm not that serious. Maybe I was once serious. You've got to take yourself seriously. You can't be Mazalza when it's Salam Elohim. You've got to take yourself seriously. You've got to be Mechavit yourself. He brings down Midrashim. You want time to go through everything? He brings down Midrashim, Yalkut and Mishlei, just how Hillel Azakin would take care of his physical appearance. He told his Talmudim after a shir. So I'm running to do a mitzvah. They said, which mitzvah could we come? He said, I'd rather do it privately. So what is it? So I'm going to take a shower. I'm going to the base of Merkats. He says, which mitzvah is that? He said, I'm creative, but Salam Elohim, it's got to look nice. He looked at himself from the outside. The reason we have to be machabed others is because they're but Salam Elohim. So a person needs to understand himself also. You also have those aspects. You're in the image of Hashem. You have godly aspects too. Not just that I look. I don't look like Hashem. But the kachas that we have, that we have, that everybody has, that's the reason you have to be mechabe. That's the reason, that's the meaning of being mamlet. And it's a reason to take ourselves seriously as well. <clears throat> I want to take this a step further and you know, look at this with a little bit of a deeper eye. A lot of the svarim, certainly the Hasidic svarim talk about, a lot of the svarim talk about the fact it's brought down from the grads, brought down from others, Every single person that was created was created to do something, to fix something, to correct something, to fulfill something. Everybody was created with a mission, with a shlichus that's unique to him. I saw from the, 
Rabbi Rachmiel of Pshesha, he says that if a person is still around, it means that he hasn't yet completed that mission. A person might say, my heyday, of course I had a mission, I had something, but now already I've passed, I'm already, I'll just be a regular guy now. The mission that a person has, he says, once we finish that mission, we go. At that point, we depart from this world. So a person, everybody has his shlichus, everybody has his purpose, everybody has his tafkid. Rabbi Tzadik writes in Sitka Satzadik, he says, sometimes they're ways to tell. If a person sees that a certain area is very difficult for him, something he should be doing, but... So then a person knows that that's his mission. On the ground like this also, a person, person, person sees that he has a certain... Dafka, this area is hard. He says, that's where a person could find his tikkun. The Baal Tanya brings in Igaras HaKadosh, you might never know what it is. He says, but that doesn't do what you're supposed to do, and you'll fill that mission. I mean, sometimes he says a person could go through his, his, his time in this world. He'll never know. You don't have to know it. Do what you need to do. Do what a yid is supposed to do, and Hashem will already put you in the place and the circumstances that when you do what you're supposed to do, you'll fulfill that tafkid. Either way, a person has a tafkid. Each person has his shlichas. You know, in Parshas Bamidbar, the Torah counts us, b'mis parshemus, with numbers and names. When there's a big number, if we count how many people in this room, so each person's just part of a group. But if we count everybody by names, this, there's a hundred names in the room. But that means we're not just counting a person as part of a herd. It's part of a group. Every person's a shame. Every person has his name. A person's name is his tafkid. A person's name is his tachlis. We've heard this in many different ways. The Chidah brings in a few places. He brings down, he says, an enemy can't articulate the name of his enemy. A friend can't stop articulating the name. And he shows a whole dialogue in Haftar of Machar Chaydesh, where Shaul HaMelech comes over to, to, to Yonasan. And he says, where's that son of Yishai? Referring to David. David ben Yishai. Where's that son of Yishai? He says, David told me I'm not here today. He says, I know that you like the son of Yishai. Shaul can't mention David's name. And Yonasan can't not. Yonasan sees David's uniqueness. And Shaul sees him as part of something, as an unnecessary, annoying part he says, an Oyev has to say the name. An Oyev can't bring himself. Let's go back to this. Uh, let's go back to the Indian. I don't think I'm saying too many Kedushim, but let's... <clears throat> if I'm put into this world to be me, I'm not Gilad, I'm not Moshe Zev, I'm certainly not Mas. <laughs> I mean, I'm put into this world to be Elisha. That's who I'm supposed to try to be. Figure out maybe my strengths, figure out my weaknesses. And if not, then I'll, I'll go with the Tanya and I'll, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be a good year and somehow I'll fill, my, I'll fill my mission. So the Mishnah says in Avas, Ukshani la'atzmi man. Chidush Arim says, if I keep all of me for me, then why would Hashem have made me? Such a me. If I use my ani only la'atzmi man. Person understands we're living, especially in yeshiva. Guys living in a dorm. Person's a part of a family. Person's learning in a base medrash. He has chavrusas. There's a chabura. Whatever I am, not to be selfish and only keep it for me, but to understand that I have an achrayas to others. To see, to realize that others also have their ani. I don't just keep my ani for myself. I understand that I have enough rise towards others. Says Rav Tzadik HaKoyim, and we say for Preet Tzadik, it's in Parsha Shkalim. 
Every single year there's one aspect, you might know it, you might not, in which he is superior to the rest of Kal Yisrael. Here's the punchline. You know what a king is? A king is somebody who's the most prestigious person in the, in the nation. And he's not so prestigious for himself. He's there because he's running the nation. That's why he lives in a big palace. And that's why he wears a fancy crown. And that's why he has people singing his praises and doing... <coughs> Rav Tzadik says, in the area that you're unique, in that area you have the status of Malach al So when they're going to ask you after 120, what does that mean? Not just do you realize he's B'Tselem Elokim. Do you realize that he has an aspect of Malchus? Do you realize that he has an aspect in which he is so unique that only he is that? You might not know what it is, but that's not important. If he's alive, he still has a tafkid. He has his mission. Did you treat him as though he's that kind of a person? That's him, did you realize? If he's around, he's got a purpose, he's got a mission, he's got a shlichus, that from the beginning of creation, Hashem waited until now for this guy to be born so that he could, in the right time, by being the best him, could fulfill that. And like we said before, if that applies to him, it applies to you as well. That's why you give him cover. Because when you're in the presence of a king, you give cover. Realize that the other person has purpose. The other person has a unique mission. And maybe right now he's clueless. And maybe he's living his life in oblivion. But maybe if he sees that other people take him seriously and give him cover, and certainly not mazalzal in his cover, he'll live up to it. And maybe act in a stronger, better, more serious way when he realizes that others take him seriously. So why are we talking about this now? Because we have one more week that certainly everybody is, you know, what we call keeping to the halachas of Sphira, not just counting the Omer. There's certain hanagas of Avelos during this time. Because Tamida Rabbi Akiva, the 24,000, the 12,000 pairs, died al shalom nagu kavet zelazeh. I'm not here to talk about Tamida Rabbi Akiva. They were Tanan. Whatever they did on their subtle level, whatever, whatever it was, it was. But if we're being Nayag Avelos because they will learn Nago Kavad, it means we're supposed to put an extra effort, an extra focus during this time to be Nayag Kavad Zalazah. It's not just about not shaving. It's not just about not going to weddings. And getting into the Shaila, a cappella, not this, and this was something else to talk about. Not about it. It's about, it's about taking it seriously so that there was something that went wrong on their level that will learn Nago Kavad. We have to be Nayag Kavad. What does Nayag Kavad mean? We're speaking now. Noy Kavit means to realize that the people around us are deserving of Kavit. They're B'Tselem Elohim. That applies to my roommate. It applies to my Chavrusa. It applies to my parents. It applies to my siblings. It applies to anyone. It applies to the guy who's sitting next to me by lunch today. I'm not going to ignore him. And so if I see somebody who could use something from me, could use a good word, I have a Chavrusa to make, make him feel validated, make him feel worth something. There's a guy who comes, his chavrusa doesn't show up, and neither did yours, and you go over and you say, you know, would you like to learn for a couple of minutes? Would you like to learn for a half hour? Maybe you could teach me something. Maybe I could share something with you. Not, to realize, to be machshif people, machshif people's, their ability, their existence, not, not only who they are, but what they are. They are poor people who are deserving to be mamlech, as we gave the two pshatim, to understand, first of all, that he is B'Tselem Elokim. Number two, Hashem put him here. The fact that he exists is because he's got things to do that you can't. 
He's got a, he, he has things to be misak, and that only he could. Kishbaka should bench all of us, that we should be zaycha to have an ayin type to those around us. And when we have that to those around us, hopefully they'll have it towards us. The same things you're supposed to see in the other person. Realize that you yourself also have something to give. What am I going to give? What am I going to say? My saying something's going to mean something? Yes, it will. And the Matan Skarabetzid is if you do it, benachas ruach, not because you have to, but because you feel good about it. Come with a pleasantness. Tremendous, tremendous things are there for us, both in this world and when we move on to the next. Time of Lainagu Kavit Zelazet. For us as a yeshiva, as a chabura, one more week of, certainly we started at the beginning, one more week of nagu kavit. This could create such a beautiful environment. Just want to mention one public service announcement. Last week we spoke about B'nai Aliyah. Baruch Hashem, we are in the presence of a lot of them. And one of the things that some of the B'nai Aliyah here do, or have done, Mentioning this to the Bakum who joined us this man, the Bakum who joined us last man, to the Bakum who joined us before I came. But there's a group of Bakram in the Yeshiva who on Friday morning, after the Rubaim's Komishurim, at 11 o'clock, are part of Chaburas. Something done by the people, for the people, nothing to do with Shariashim, nothing to do with Hanhala, but to do with the fact that they are B'nai Aliyah that learn in this place. And currently, I believe that they're. The four chaburas are. It's basically the, the way the way it was done. Again, it was started by the Bachram, groups of four or five, uh, to say a chabura on inyanim from second seder. I believe already now there are four chaburas in place. If anybody would like to do more, would like to join, join a chabura, form a chabura, to speak either to Max, to Brett, or to Benji. Get Okay. Or if you don't know who any of them are, to so speak to me. These are guys that it's kedai to know. Okay, so to do that, these are opportunities, and if you have other opportunities that you would like to do, to be mechazek, to be mechabed, the uh, Rosh Hashanah should be